Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is Dirty Air, the foremost Formula One racing podcast. I'm the comedian Alfie Brown. And I'm the comedian Josh Weller. We're going to be here after every single race. It's an honest look at Formula One. It's very hard to actually get an honest voice on what goes on on the track and what goes on off the track. And that's what Dirty Air is here to do. Enjoy. Oh my God. Have you recovered? No, I'm still speechless from that race. I bought a Whoop strap, not sponsored, fitness tracker. And I have an app that tells me my heart rate. And during the race, I got a notification on my Whoop strap saying, we detect an activity. What is it? (laughs) What what are you doing? That was all the emotions of a Formula One race in one race. Normally what you get over five races, you get, I got all of it in that race. I got the, the exciting start and then I got four laps in. I went, oh no, it's going to be boring. Yeah. And then I got a little bit of action with Max and Charles to and to and froing, bunch of pit stops. And I thought, oh no, this is a boring race. And then just when, this is the beauty of Formula One. Just when you think this is the dumbest sport on the planet, it becomes the best sport on the planet. But you weren't asking for too much at the beginning. You were very grateful to have had your, you went, right, four good laps. Uh, we've had a good run. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, motor racing. And the key thing about the race today for me is that you got me into Formula One, you know, however many years ago it was. Uh, you you assured me that it was an entertaining sport and you just always wanted to see a good race. Your whole thing about motor racing, uh, one thing I never got was that you didn't support anybody. You never had somebody that you were cheering for, really. You had drivers that you liked. Oh, I'd like to see them do well. But now, it, you throttling the air like beating up the space around you, screaming, wailing. I think you even did a a front lunge with fist. With I did. Fist a, I did a front lunge, fisted front lunge. Yeah, fisted and I front gave lunge. I gave multiple fingers to the TV screen. Not yeah, multiple yeah. fingers. I gave two fi- two middle fingers. Yeah, two middles. Right to the TV screen uh, when both Max and and I'd like to say I'm not anti Red Bull I'm just anti everything they stand for as people okay so it's not like it, you don't have you don't have anything against the 
The like, drinks brand. No, and I think they're both fantastic drivers. I think watching Perez just so desperate to race for a top team that he'll just play second fiddle forever is really entertaining. Yeah. I think Max is obviously one of the best drivers on the grid and maybe one of the best of all time. Time will tell. Mm -hmm. But I think the way that they operated towards the end of last season, I think the glory of Christian Horner needed four cars to beat Lewis Hamilton last year. He played Alpha Tauri like a Red Bull, not just like a Red Bull junior team, but he played them like they were part of Red Bull. He'd go up to the drivers before the race and be like, oh yeah, make sure you keep Lewis behind you. It's not his team. And in the post-race interview that we just had, they asked after Alpha Tauri as if they were another kind of limb of yeah. the of the Red Bull outfit, which I thought was... It. So it's not even like there's a pretense about it anymore. There's... You, 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 the Alpha Tauri have problems, which means Christian Horner has problems. Yeah, it's... The, 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 the thing with Formula One is that it's, it's such a... It's such a silly sport, right? It's so ridiculous, and there's so much bratty behaviour. And I think the glory of... Max painting the number one on his car, which you can do once you become world champion, you can put the number one on your car, but most drivers choose not to do it because they think it's a bit cocky. And then Max did it. And then after qualifying yesterday, um, David Coulthard said to Max, he's like, oh, Mercedes are lacking in pace. And Max very arrogantly went, yeah, really lacking, really lacking. And then he just sort of did a mic drop and walked away. Like he was... Um, Rachel McAdams in Mean Girls. I just can't understand. Like, surely, even just... Uh, not because you don't want to be smug, but just because you sort of have some idea of how time works and how the future can exist. Like, how can you be so smug in that moment so as to not think, oh, I wonder if that will... I watched a penalty shootout in football the other day, and after scoring one of the penalties, the Chelsea players went, shh, to the Liverpool fans. But they're still... You, you're still going to lose. You could lose, and now you look foolish. Going through every team's race... From the bottom up. In 10th place of all the 10 Formula 1 teams is um, a team called Red Bull Racing. Red Bull Racing. The uh, current world champion. Drivers world, world champion. champions, But at the bottom of the pile right now the in the Drivers' Constructor the Championship. They've got a lot of... If they want to claw back their season, they've got a lot of work to do. And I think in a time when I think we're all... And I don't want to speak for everybody, but I think we're all very frustrated with Vladimir Putin. <laughs> to have uh, something bad happen to Christian Horner, who I think is probably uh, the, the closest Formula 1 gets to Vladimir Putin... <laughs> in that sort of uh, angry, short energy. It was nice to see him upset, wasn't it? What was interesting was that when their engine failed, lap 55, 56? 55. They said over the radio, yeah, we know what the problem is, but they didn't say what it was, which obviously means that they know what it is mm. and they don't want to say, yeah. which to me says it's a big problem. The car is haunted. Yes. It's <laughs> the car is haunted by an evil spirit. It's, all of, it's the ghost of every number two driver that they've kicked out. Yeah, yeah, has come back to haunt Red Bull and um, I think just after all that cockiness yesterday it was nice to see not nice to see no it was nice to see it was nice to see yeah them. yeah yeah you, just, you can't you can't suppress that your schadenfreude about the suffering of Red Bull is uh, an absolutely delightful thing to see and also DNF after 55 laps oh it's so much more satisfying isn't it well I mean you know also much worse for, for if for Max which makes it more satisfying for you yeah. for me <laughs> He almost came second, but he came zeroed. Yeah, he came nothing. He, he could have not raced and done the same amount of points. Yeah, yeah, he could have gone to the cinema. He could have gone to see the Batman. Yeah. McLaren, off the pace. That was a, sh a, sh a real surprise for me. Uh, really sad as well, isn't it? 
and what was what I wanted to see or what I kept on hoping that I was going to get throughout that race was a little bit of Zach Brown in my life. Yeah, on the um, pit wall. Uh, on the pit wall, but we didn't get any no pit wall this year. No no shots inside the garage of the team principals at all during the race, which must be a new thing for Formula One. building in there. Yeah, it's so we um, can't see Christian Horner um, punching his juniors. <laughs> Zach Brown looks like he's always on holiday. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> he always looks like he's a holiday maker. Yeah, he looks like he has an alarm on his watch which goes off at 6pm and he cracks a beer. <laughs> no matter what's happening. A stubby. Why are they so off the pace? Do you know? That's why it's a big surprise to me. I mean, I think with Danny getting COVID before the race and Lando putting all his laps, they didn't look that bad. I thought that Danny would have a bad race because he didn't have any time in the car. They were both pretty similarly paced. I don't think either one of them had the run of the other one throughout the race and it was actually felt more like an appalling start and they grew into the race as it continued that's true but they're rocking a mercedes engine as well so it's you know mercedes are off the pace i mean i know lewis will get to mercedes but maybe that's something maybe that's something they need to work on maybe they're going to bring upgrades to the next race it's really sad to see um williams williams are currently above McLaren and Red Bull at the moment. That is not a sentence. There's going to be a lot of sentences in the countdown of this team positions that I never thought I'd say. Firstly, Williams above McLaren and Red Bull. Do you think that Alex Albon is under strict instructions to take very careful notes of everything going on at Williams and he has to send it back in Morse code to Christian Horner every weekend? Yes, I do, yeah. I think he's spying. I think Albon is spying on Williams while he's there. He's like a double agent in the war. Unless there's, like, severe, like, psychological uh, a grip that Christian Horner has over him, I don't think that he's going to be wanting to do Red Bull any favours. Do you know what I mean? I think that he... I think Horner has quite a psychological grip over all the drivers that... Like, I think with Gasly. Because Gasly's like... Um, Red Bull's like the girlfriend that dumped him that he's still in love with. Like, every time he does an interview, he's like, yeah, I really hope I get the Red Bull seat. He was smashing it in Alpha Tauri. Yeah. He has exceeded, not just exceeded expectations, but he's leading that team. And he's doing an amazing job in Alpha Tauri. I think he needs to let Red Bull go. And I and I, don't, I think Albon is in the same place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe Christian Horner has a kind of uh, 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 you, you know how horse whisperers uh, like they they control the horse. What you first have to do is you have to kind of break the horse's spirit to make it pliable to your will. Like maybe like Christian Horner has a talent as like a driver whisperer, so they're always under his command. After he's had them once, they always they they always always be obedient to him. I don't hear. I don't think Horner's like a horse whisperer. I I see him as you know the when Anthony Hopkins' voice plays in Brad Pitt's head in Meet Joe Black, and, and he can hear Satan talking. Sadly, I've never seen. Mijo Black, but that's that's the most I've ever wanted to watch it. Uh, Seventh place, Aston Martin, Uh, with only one driver. With only one, uh, Vettel's out with COVID. My my beautiful Lance Stroll, my favourite driver on the grid. He looks like a Thunderbird. Carlos Sainz looks more like a Thunderbird. It's the big bottom lip that moves mechanically to give the idea of speech to the viewer. I'd like to point out that Hulkenberg um, finished above Perez and the current world champion Max Verstappen. This is the best day of my life. It's not going to get any better than this for you. Every episode, we should do a song that sums up the race. And for me today, the song of the Bahrain 2022 Grand Prix is The Greatest Day by Take That. That's the closest I've ever felt connected to the song The Greatest Day by Take That. Okay, and for me, it's going to be um, Hero by Foo Fighters. (laughs) 
and uh, that's that sums my up hero. My, my, my hero. hero. Yeah, that's going to be my experience watching you. There goes my hero. Am I your hero? Seeing you contrasting uh, visions of you tense, nail-biting, and then sudden despair of the last race of last season mm-hmm. to the hate-fueled ecstasy yeah. of the first race of this season. It's been an absolute joy to observe. Yeah, I feel like I'm after the Bahrain race. I'm in one of those moods where if I was in like a madman show and mm-hmm. I went home right now, my wife would go, "You're in a good mood." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Place six. Alpha Tauri. Gassi was the first driver of the 2022 season to DNF, I yep. believe. He burst uh, into flames. Pierre but Gasly. he was fine, which is nice. Alpine in fifth. Alpine, ma copine, promompine, Alpine, confusing, irritating, shouldn't be driving in pink. Like, have a consistent livery and stick with it so I can identify you, unless there is a particularly um, tumultuous political event, which means you want to change it to black for a few years and then, you know, uh, and then then change it back because racism's finished. Is that what Mercedes did that? Everything's fine for me. Everything's fine for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Formula One. Thank you for the black livery for for doing end racism. Thank you for that. It really did. It finished now. It really helped end racism. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. The thing that is confusing to me about Alpine is that. Otmar Tauthner, team principal, right? So he's at um, Force India, which becomes Racing Point. Mm-hmm. Pink car, pink car, pink Mercedes. What does he love about the colour pink so much that he goes to Alpine and he makes them go from blue to pink? He's obviously read a book on digital marketing, like how to stand out in a crowded marketplace. In my head, Otmar Tauthner, like if I went to his house, I'd go in the front door and everything, everything in the house, the coffee machine, the fridge, the sofa the taps would all be racing point pink he's got a pink smeg fridge doesn't he <laughs> yeah. like a pastel pink <laughs> yeah, smeg yeah, fridge yeah, yeah. fourth place i can't believe i'm saying this fourth in the constructors champion alfa romeo the senior partner in the in the war of the alpha teams the alpha alpha Who'd alpha tauri being beta alpha Who'd have thought that Bottas would finish in sixth? It's time for Smacky Bot Bot Bot. Smacky Bot Bot. Another of my... Again, I had him. That was part of my bet. My bet was Hamilton victory, Russell podium, and Bottas to finish in the top six. What would you have won? Ten pounds. How much would you have won? Three thousand five hundred pounds. I did not think I'd be living in a world where Valtteri Bottas would leave Mercedes and go, oh, I want to build a team. And in my head, I just went, yeah, of course you want to build a team. Yeah, you go be the boss of the of the small town when you've when you've been living in the big city mm. you go do that and he's finished sixth in the first race again i'd like to point out that alfa romeo beat both of the red bulls today by a substantial number of points and i think he's really going to be allowed to you know come into his own find himself like develop his own racing identity outside of the structure of a of, of mercedes it's also got to be hard for a driver's um mental state to be on a one-year contract forever it must put a lot of pressure on you to perform yeah it's really like watching your girlfriend like just constantly checking out other guys on yeah, the street yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. i'm just just checking if something better's coming along i cannot believe i'm about to say this but Hass <laughs> are currently third third place today we didn't think we were going to the race with a car that could compete for a title, but we come out third place. I just thought I think you're a pussy. That's my favorite bit. <laughs> I don't, I'm not calling you a pussy. It's like, guys, how many, stop saying, even on Drive to Survive, just cut the word pussy out. Just cut. <laughs> we don't, I don't, just stop saying, I, at one point I was like, just stop saying pussy. Why are they, why have they kept this in the edit? 
He's such a brilliant character when angry and sad. That point of like, well, that photo of him slapping Magnuson's hand after he qualifies so well yesterday. The the look of pure sort of joy and shock and we did it and everything's coming right at last. It was like it was a real kind of like high five freeze frame credits roll moment. It looked like there's the photo that has posted of Gunter Steiner and K Mag high fiving. Or yeah. like grabbing weren't even high fiving, they were excitedly you know when you don't know how to control your emotions and they both both just awkwardly grab both of each other's hands? Yeah. It looked like um, when they're dancing in Titanic in the bottom of the ship, having yeah, a, yeah, yeah, right yeah. before they go and bang in the back of a car and he draws her jubblies. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. it looked like. In the carriage, yeah. The all sweaty. Yeah, it was, the, it was the pure elation of falling in love, again, is what that photo was. It was f- magic. Where do you think... Today's race was watched by Nikita Mazepin. Do you think he watched it? Where do you think he watched it? What do you think he was doing if he watched it? I think he went for a walk, potted about his uh, London mansion uh, while he still has it before it gets um, seized by the British government. And I think he went for a potter about London. Then he would have found... um, uh, that road that goes down from Piccadilly there's a, a, a really crap bar called the Sports Cafe and I think he wandered down there and he ordered a Long Island iced tea and then he saw that the Formula 1 was on so to distract himself he, he started playing pool and then uh, somebody who's uh, holidaying in London for the weekend uh, from Essex beat him at pool as Haas finished fifth. And then that person didn't know who he was either, did they? No, they didn't have shit. Yeah. Nikita Mazepin has started a foundation. Mm-hmm. To- it's, it's, it's on, he made the announcement on YouTube. It's a YouTube short of him very... I've got, he's one of these guys where I can't tell if he's actually really angry or if his eyebrows are just like that. Do you know what I mean? He's got eyebrows. His eyebrows are constantly in a V. He always looks furious. But the self-righteous, a foundation... For who? For the two million uh, refugees that have had to flee Ukraine. For the people who have suffered uh, the bombings of hospitals. I would have so much more respect for him if it was for fucking pandas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's for sanctioned athletes. What's interesting about Nikita Mazepin is that his dad does hug him. I feel like with a lot of these drivers, all they really need is a hug from their dad. But then maybe that's because they've been through... They both know each other's secrets. Him and his dad have the same haircut. That's terrifying. They have the same haircut. He, that's how much he wants to be Do you think he goes into dad. the barber and says, one daddy, please? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, <laughs> in second place with 27 collective points is yeah. Mercedes. What Mercedes! A, what a joy. What a joy. Mercedes are so much more likeable. Uh, as an underdog. <laughs> yeah. I've always wanted to see Mercedes lose. And I almost kind of got bored of Formula One and watching it, the experience of uh, watching a team so utterly dominant. And actually, the season before last, when, you know, about, you know, you'd wait till about 15 laps into the race and Lewis Hamilton would be a minute and a half ahead of whoever was in second. But now, and now kind of coming back against something. And I mean, last season, I was always thought when finally it isn't Mercedes or Lewis Hamilton that wins the World Championship, it would be deeply, deeply satisfying. But it was such a shit way. It's like the only way that Mercedes could lose that championship was by, was through a kind of unjust tweaking of whatever situation it was. It was thoroughly unsatisfying. Michael, this is so not right. It's called motor racing, that, Toto. Toto, it's called... Toto! Toto, it's called motor racing. Toto, sh- sh- why are you hitting yourself? On some egg? 
and a slice of toast and it reminded me have you ever seen what's I'd the like, James what's the James Bond film where he orders breakfast and he goes uh, uh, can I have uh, figs uh, orange freshly squeezed orange juice and coffee very black <laughs> it says very black as if there's some sort of scale on which yeah what is it Toto says um, how black one poached like, egg rye bread pumpernickel or the pumpkin tomato. seed and then he goes uh, tomato and coffee with lactose free milk lactose free milk just say oat milk. Just say oat milk. La- have, have oat milk. It's nice. It's <laughs> <laughs> called motor racing, Tata. Where I, I, first of all, I don't care where he's from. I don't know what he sounds like, but I do know that's how I always want to do his voice. <laughs> like a, like a, 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 a rich South African woman making a customer service complaint. And uh, in first place in the Constructors' Championship, the Blood red. The car painted in the blood of their enemies. Volare. Whoa, whoa. Cantare. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. A one-two for Carlos and Charles. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. I didn't think I'd see that. Certainly did not think I would see that this year. Even in, even in testing, which is the fascinating thing about this season, is normally in testing, you think people are playing games, but it was kind of on the money this year. When Lewis went... Yeah, I just don't know if we're in the position for, for, for race wins. <laughs> and I was like, shut up. Yeah. Why do I this. texted you, didn't I? Yeah. Oh, I went, oh it's, God, shut up. It's that time of year it's again. It's that time of yeah. year again where Lewis complains about the car and then wins every single fucking race. No, he was being totally... It's, I've never seen it marry up and I've never seen Mercedes that off the pace. I mean, I know obviously where they finished, but if all things being right in that in that race, they would not have got a podium. So he was right in his assessment, even though he was wrong in his assessment, if you know what I mean. Um, they uh, it's going to be really interesting to see how many improvements they can make also I was quite interested in the fact that like Russell and Hamilton they they kept pretty consistent pace and that was actually something I saw maybe you can shed some light on this or you know why it is or you also noticed it but this was also the case with Alpine and uh, McLaren and Ferrari, as you know, as, as a matter of fact, and for most of the race, Red Bull is that all of the teams. It was like they were in convoy for most of it. Alpine, you, you never saw a shot of one car by itself. They were always just driving around. They did the mm-hmm. whole race like, like within chatting distance. Yeah. So the, a lot of the cars are keeping, and a lot of the drivers were just keeping pace with each other throughout the whole race. Well, that's one of the questions I wanted to ask you, which is the whole purpose of the regulation change was to have closer racing. And I was going to say, do you think we had closer racing today? But I think it's pretty obvious that the answer is a big, fat, throbbing yes. Well, I think the most interesting part of what or how that manifested itself, and I think this is going to be a really interesting thing to see, is was it, was it you know, a, a one-off sort of circumstantial thing or, or are we going to see a lot more of this where essentially it was... It was like an, kind of an Iron Man match between Leclerc and Verstappen at the beginning. Like, who can maintain? Like, who can psychologically maintain? Who's thinking about their tyres? Who is the one? Because they could have just kept on overtaking each other sort of ad infinitum. And that's something they've made changes to make... Uh, you know, the, the, to make the uh, the air behind the car uh, easier to overtake in or something Do you like mean that. The dirty air, dirty air. Yeah, yeah, the whole purpose of the car um, uh, rebuild this year is to make the air go instead of um, to make, make, make to make it go sideways rather than over, which means that the car's going to overtake a lot easier. Right? Yeah, yeah. So the the, the slipstream is working in a slightly different way than it would have done in previous years. Yeah. Um, and in, a, I, in a hugely different way, and it seems to be working. It's so great to watch. Mm-hmm. 
and I love the look of the new cars. I'm a little bit worried about the driver's brain stems with all this porpoising that's going on. I hope they don't get shaken baby syndrome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, ever, ever so exciting. One of the things that was very interesting to see, and I don't know whether it was the telly giving Max Verstappen's team radio more airtime, but it was very interesting to see him absolutely losing his mind. I don't know whether the other drivers were being more composed, being silent, but that was very telling for me how much he was losing his mind during that race. Maybe it's a bad idea to lose your mind to quite that extent over the team radio. I would be slightly tempted to respond to him if I was working on the Red Bull pit wall to go like, oh, Max, um... Like we can all hear that everybody can hear it it's really embarrassing could you stop doing that we can all hear what you're saying shh mate come on what do you think Max's dad um, texted him after that race <laughs> I don't think he texted him <laughs> I think Max's dad sent him a childhood photo of them together and has just crossed out Max's face that's what that's all Max gets is a, is through the post a picture of himself as a child crossed out. Oh my god, it's going to be a fascinating season, isn't it? I'm so excited. Okay, very quickly before we end, one of the things I am most obsessed with about Formula One is uh, f because there are ten teams and they all can have individual sponsors. The cars and the drivers are plastered in sponsors, and I've been watching Formula One my whole life, and I think I don't know what about eighty percent of those sponsors are. So I just want to go through my sponsors of the day. Okay. Uh, for this week's race, I'm going to go with Safina at Williams. What's Safina? It's an underground organisation of people who enjoy. Uh, Seinfeld. It's a Seinfeld fan club. What's what's it called again? Safina. Safina. It sounds to me like one of those dolls that you give a five-year-old girl and the doll pees itself. A Safina doll. Available yeah, now at yeah, Argos. Yeah. Or maybe like a, a digestive aid that you... Are you feeling bloated? <laughs> Safina. <laughs> and then you, the woman takes her yeah. umbrella down and just... She doesn't mind the rain anymore because she's had a big yeah. shit. Cuts to her swimming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, so yeah but yeah. she can swim now without fear of shitting herself. Finally, my sponsor that I have no idea what it does, MSC Cruises. Alfie, after the Bahrain race, we simply must go on one of those MSC Cruises. Where would we go on our MSC Cruise? Uh, I, I imagine it goes to any country where you can launder money, would be my guess, if it's involved in Formula we One. Go money laundering. I nice. want to lay back on my MSC Cruise lounger and eat a husky chocolate. You don't eat husky chocolate. You drink husky chocolate. I, I googled it. It's a protein drink. It's a husky chocolate protein drink. And I went on the website. Every, every all of it is sold out. So either either it's really working or it's not working at all. <laughs> Formula One is insane. Uh, yeah, and that's why we love it. It's uh, it's the finest. It's the greatest show in sports entertainment. Well, this was uh, Dirty Air. Like and subscribe. Oh, no, no, you don't like because that's not how podcasting works. But do rate and review. Leave a nice review. This is the first week of the show, so you please leave a review. Unless it's a bad one. If, if, it's, if you didn't enjoy Keep it... Keep it to yourself. Just, yeah, don't, just, just don't like it in silence. If you, if you didn't enjoy it, but you've gotten to the end of the podcast, then I don't know what you're doing. You're on Instagram at Josh... At Josh Weller, Josh Weller. Josh Weller, Josh Weller. I'm Alfie Brown, comedian. And DM us uh, questions. What are your predictions for the year? What do you think is going to happen in the next race? We'll see you shortly for another episode of... Dirty Air, Saudi Arabia. For the Saudi Arabia Grand Prix. Yeah, it shouldn't be happening. Shouldn't be happening. <laughs> Today this could be the greatest day of our lives Before it all
Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.